The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka only on the Blaze Radio Network. I know what you're thinking. Is he going to work every day this week? Yes, if that's what it takes to get it done. Yes, I will work every single day this week, except tomorrow, of course, and Monday, of course. But uh, yeah, pretty much every single day this week. Uh, good morning, friends. It's 6 o'clock on the East Coast. It's 3 o'clock on the West Coast. The interesting thing to me is there are people on this radio channel who are on the West Coast. And they're awake and listening. And thank you. Very important. Thank you. Uh, happy you're here. Even though your insomnia might be driving you crazy, uh, just know that I woke up at 3 o'clock as well. So I guess we're even, aren't we? Yes, we are. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a fantastic weekend, at least I, I believe it is. You know, we've got spotty weather here on the East Coast, but guess what? It's a weekend that uh, will be a little extended for me, which, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to take advantage of it. And maybe I'll sneak some golf in. Maybe I'll sneak some barbecuing in. Uh, Monday, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Monday, you should at least at that time. Let's all do this. Let's all get out our phones, our smart devices. And uh, first of all, put them on silent during the show. Um, and set an alarm, a reminder for 3 o'clock on Monday that uh, you want to remember what Memorial Day is all about. I wonder if I can do it with Siri. I wonder if Siri will play along uh, this morning. Let's, let's see, shall we? By, by the way, this is Pierre Opelka of the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to join the conversation, 888-933-93-888-900-3393. I'm online at Stunt Brain. I posted a picture of the coffee mug I'm using today. It's filled with tea, of course, but it's from my previous days in television back in the 90s at FX and Personal FX, the collectible show. It's the, it's the mugs I had made for the staff when we hit our 500th show because we were the, I think we were the longest running show on that network. Yeah. 
But let's see if we can set an appointment with Siri. God, I am ADD this morning. Aren't I bouncing around like a BB in a boxcar? Hey, Siri, can we set an appointment? See what she says. Sure thing. What's the date and time of this appointment? 3 p.m. Monday, the 29th of May. Okay, I set up your appointment for Monday. Shall I schedule it? Yes, please. It's on your calendar for 3 p.m. Monday. Thank you, Siri. So I'm set up, and I'll get a reminder on Monday. <clears throat> and typically, Siri gives me a 15-minute uh, warning ahead of time. So I know that wherever I am on Monday, and I, I don't think I'm going to forget Monday, Memorial Day, what we're supposed to be doing. And it's in your time zone. So don't worry about making the time zone adjustment. Memorial Day, marking it with your friends and family is wonderful, but also taking time to remember the real reason behind it, to honor those who served this nation, died, and uh, gave us our freedom, basically. Gave us the freedoms we have today and enjoy. So I've made my appointment. Uh, where to go, what to talk about today. I want to talk about... I want to talk about some amazing things going on with kids. I have some good news. Uh, there's some, obviously, political news. The Washington Post is running with a, a very hot story, according to the left media, that uh, Donald Trump's son-in-law, Mr. Kushner, proposed a secret line of communication to the Kremlin. And uh, while CNN is calling it breaking news, the Washington Post is calling it a, a cover story, there are questions that will remain. But here's the interesting thing. Jared Kushner has offered himself up. He will testify. So while the White House is not commenting on this report, Mr. Kushner will show up at the, at the intelligence hearings at the committee hearings, and, and he will answer questions. Now, the DNC, of course, any anytime you say anything, Jared Kushner did not make his bed this morning, the DNC will immediately say, Donald Trump has to fire Jared Kushner right now, at least revoking his security clearance. That has to happen right now. And we've become this... We've become this polarized nation where any, any inference turns into an immediate declaration of guilt. An immediate declaration of guilt and uh, no, no idea on due process. Now, the, the other side of the equation is, as long as it's, I should have added, as long as it's one of your enemies that is accused or rumored to have done something untoward. And the reason why I say you have to put in the uh, statement of as long as it's one of your enemies or as long as the decision falls in line with your personal beliefs. Um, yesterday, the report all over CNN, and I don't think anybody quite caught the secondary level of this story. CNN kept saying that uh, Jim Comey acted on a document that was actually false, a fake document from the Russians, and he actually acted on that document in terms of the Hillary Clinton investigation. And I thought, 
Well, if if you now have information that the FBI director was responding to fake documents, got fooled by fake documents and acted on it, isn't that enough reason to to support Donald Trump firing him? Isn't that reason enough to say, well, look, of course, yeah, he had to go. But see, they don't get it. They absolutely don't get it. Now, Comey and his firing will never be right, even though everybody called for it. And Comey, despite the fact that we we now know Jim Comey actually acted on a fake document. So he got fooled. He absolutely got fooled. And yet nobody's going there, are they? No. No, they're not. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We will get into some of the left's outrage. And I think it's false out, false outrage. We'll get into more on Hillary Clinton's speech yesterday because I really think, um, well, I pointed out, if you were here yesterday, I pointed out um, the, uh, the most interesting thing about Hillary Clinton's speech was the fact that she completely screwed up the history. The history on, on the impeachment in this country. And you'd think that would be something she would be aware of. If you didn't catch it, here's the brief clip. And by the way, we were furious about the past presidential election of a man whose presidency would eventually end in disgrace with his impeachment for obstruction of justice. Of course, the Wellesley grads are losing their mind over this, but let's let Hillary finish. the person running the investigation into him at the Department of Justice. Well, see, here's here's the problem, uh, Mrs. Clinton. Uh, you're, you're right on the last part. She's talking, of course, about Richard Nixon, but she's also so wrong that it's it's almost stunning. And this is, again, the left pushing their agenda, pushing their narrative without any attention to the facts. And I think that's important, especially when you consider 50% of the people who've been impeached in American history, 50% of the presidents who've been impeached have the same last name as you. Richard Nixon was not impeached. Richard Nixon resigned. Now he may have been impeached had he stuck around. But there have only been two presidents impeached one being your husband, William Jefferson Clinton, the other being Andrew Johnson, who avoided, avoided the conviction on those impeachments by just one vote. So you, your husband, and Andrew Johnson share that wonderful stain on American history of being the only two presidents to be impeached, not Richard Nixon. And the interesting thing here, the uh, beautiful 
incredible irony that God gives us is uh, not, not too much later in the same speech at Wellesley College. Not too much later, Hillary Clinton made this wonderful statement. After all, in the words of my predecessor in the Senate, Daniel Patrick Moynihan, everyone is entitled to his own opinion, but not his own facts. And then she does the obligatory head nod. Whenever she wants you to agree with something, she says, watch Hillary Clinton. She nods her head affirmatively. It's almost like a bobblehead, but you... You, I, I get so distracted and irritated by it. And she has the cough back. I don't know if you noticed it. She's, <clears throat> she's coughing again. But th- this speech was just so irritating. And I'm sure, you know what? I'm sure if we want to be honest about it, it had to be really irritating for Hillary Clinton, too. It had to be very irritating because she expected to be there as President Hillary Clinton. She expected to be there as the commander-in-chief coming back to the place where she had once delivered a commencement address as a student back in 1969. Instead, she had to come back as the also-ran. But this just this whole thing about a speech that she's, she's distorting the truth and putting up alternative facts and then giving a lecture on alternative facts. I just don't understand why mainstream media isn't really leaning on her and pointing this out. It's because of the last name Clinton, and you don't want to have Hillary upset with you when you get Chelsea elected in 2028 or whatever the hell they're planning. Just a, a sidebar. But yeah, after, after Hillary Clinton screwed up the facts about impeachment she then went on to pull out the time-tested daniel patrick moynihan quote about you're entitled to your own opinion but not your own facts what a wonderful way to start the day with a clintonian irony there's more today too there's much more today i want to talk about travel again i also want to get to uh i want to get to some light news because there is some light news, some good news, and uh, some head-shaking news. Some stuff that's going to make you go, no, they didn't do that, did they? No, no, tell, don't say that. Yeah, they, I've got some of those, and I'll share them next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy 
need is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Despite the fact that the Washington Post headline is screaming on uh, not only the left-leaning media, but all over the Internet, I, I think it's a slow news day. So I think it's going to be a day for us to have some fun with the news. But I, I'm not quite done with Hillary Clinton yet. I'm not quite. Uh, the, the woman who... T- he was dead broke when she left the White House, estimated to be worth, I think, somewhere between 30 and 50 million dollars. And they have zero debt, zero debt. What, what would it be like for you? What would it be like for you to wake up and not have debt on anything, your car, your house, your student loans? What would it be like? No credit card debt. What could you do in your life if, if you did not have the worry of debt? Because many people, many among us, actually have to budget long-term payments to those debts. And the Clintons don't have that. And yet, you know, we're supposed to feel bad for her. We're supposed to be a hor- feel horrible for her. She talked about coming back from the election loss yesterday and in this brief explanation, I won't torture you with the entire the entire speech. In this brief explanation, Hillary actually kind of gives us a window inside, and I think uh, I think tells us the real the real way she dealt with it. You 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 may have heard that things didn't exactly go the way I planned. But you know what? I'm doing okay. (laughs) I've gotten to spend time with my family, especially my amazing grandchildren. I was going to give the entire commencement speech about them, but was talked out of it. (laughs) Long walks in the woods. (laughs) Organizing my closets, right? I won't lie, Chardonnay helped a little, too. Now, there you go. Chardonnay helped a little. I am betting Hillary Clinton shows up with Hoda and Kathy Lee very soon with a vat of Chardonnay. I'm just saying. I can't feel bad for this woman at all. I cannot feel bad that she's not in the White House. I cannot feel bad that Hillary Clinton was denied the opportunity to reshape the Supreme Court in her own image. God help us. I can't feel bad at all about it. Not in the least. She has, 
she has power. She still has power. I think the Clintons still run the party. And the, between the Clintons and the Obamas, there is an epic struggle going on for the control of the Democratic Party. And I think that's part of the reason you're seeing Obama in Europe bouncing around and trying to take the spotlight off President Trump. And this is part of the reason you're going to see the Clintons out there. I think both of these political families, the Obamas and the Clintons, see the lack of leadership atop the Democratic Party. And they also see the potential for a wave election in 2018. They still believe it, despite what happened in uh, the special elections since the election of Donald Trump. And, and we have another one coming up in Georgia soon. But despite the, the fact that they're not having these, these success stories in the special elections, they still look at 2018 with the potential for a wave election that they think they could take back control of the House. And bo both Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama want to be the puppet masters behind the scenes directing the Democratic Party. So just pay attention. That's my, my analysis, that the big story here is not so much what's going on out front, but what's happening underneath the surface and the struggle to not only control but direct the future of the Democratic Party. There is serious discontent because you also have to factor in the wild card of Bernie Sanders. Politics is my soap opera, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We'll get into some of the fun stuff, too. I promise you, there's, there's lots of fun stuff. This is fun for me. But come on back to Pure Old Pelka after the break. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. Just watching President Trump as he is uh, wrapping up the G7 meeting. And uh, they're doing the photo op, you know, where everybody who attends the meeting gathers and they stand. And uh, President Trump will be in the middle. And snip, snip, snap, snap, snap. And all the ch -ch 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 -ch, all the goofy. I, why do the cameras have to make that noise? We don't need that noise. The president may speak to the troops in Italy this morning, the American troops in Italy, and it might be carried live. If it is, we might jump on that. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. At least we'll have excerpts from it. Uh, you know, after this show, of course, Jeff Fisher and the Jeff Fisher show starting at 9 o'clock Eastern. I suggest you stick around for Jeffy and then... Uh, Lawrence Billy Jones III, Mr. Slater, Mike Slater, my buddy, and Joe Pags with The Weekend. A full schedule of programming on the Blaze Radio Network for you. Thank you for being here. I, I want to ask you a favor. If you go to theblaze.com 
my channel is featured at the top this week or for the next couple of days. The Michael Pelka channel is at the top. If you have not, if you have not joined or followed my channel, I'd like to ask you to do that. We are darn close to the coveted 20,000 follower level. I'm trying to catch Doc Thompson because he's, he's just killing me. But yeah, I know he's been there for a while. He's had his channels forever and ever and ever. But I want to catch up to Doc. And, and we're within 250 followers of the, the like I said, the coveted 20,000 followers. So help me feed my insatiable ego. Thank you. Are you like me? Do you love... Do you love entrepreneurs and inventors? I don't watch Shark Tank, although I have friends who absolutely uh, are addicted to Shark Tank. And they say, we, we thought you liked entrepreneurs and inventors. I do. But that show has become about Mark Cuban. That show has become about the sharks and not about the products. And to me, it's too staged. So uh, I'm a fan of finding... Finding these inventions, these devices, these these new interesting things. Uh, but I find them not on Shark Tank. I find them in other places like on the GoFundMe pages or the Indiegogo pages. And I just saw one this morning that I had to share with you because I think it's, a, it's an interesting example of an idea I think that will do really well and and it's it's about finding a market you know it's about finding th that market that you know you could uh sell into and if it's your passion you should chase it so this is the the indiegogo pitch for something that i i'm absolutely trying to figure out how i can get away with ordering this without getting chastised by the vice president of finance here are you sick and tired of push notifications emails text messages and snapchats is the nine to five too serious do you often confuse your food with your phone then you need a banana phone banana phone is a bluetooth enabled mobile handset that connects to your smartphone so you can talk to your friends and family on a banana we like to think of it as a phone with a peel and we're taking a bite out of the Apple accessory market, one banana at a time. So it's exactly what you think it is. It's a plastic banana, a banana yellow banana, plastic, with a Bluetooth connection to your phone. And it's just silly. But you absolutely know somebody who you should give this to. And these guys put this on the Indiegogo a few days ago. Uh, they wanted to. They figured they could, they could manufacture it, and get it out in the market by September if they got thirty thousand dollars in, and they still have five days left, and they've raised over thirty thousand dollars. So good for them. But if you're if you're interested, you you I think you can find it on YouTube under Banana Phone, but it is one of the Indiegogos. They've, they've apparently only been out six months, Indiegogo, and I will tell you, I think their, their product line, their group of, of uh, small business people, I, I think they're among the best. The products I see, 
Some of them are dumb. Some of now I'm absolutely talking about the banana phone, but the banana phone, even though it's dumb, it's absolutely something I know there's a market for. It's like the Spencer's gift type thing that you go into the the tchotchke store in the mall and you say, no one's going to, I know the perfect person. This is, this needs to be on Scott's desk. And he can answer his banana phone every day. But uh, if you're if you're like me and you have uh, an interest in whimsy and silly little products and believe in supporting these entrepreneurs, then you have to visit Indiegogo. They don't. It's not all weird stuff. They have the latest um, the latest three D printing pen, which comes from Polaroid. So it's it's a that's a big name, but these are big companies that are that are putting out products this way. So they're, they're basically funding their research and development. But there's everything from, from weird, um, weird shelving systems, interesting furniture, lamps. Uh, there was a, you, you can see on the market today one of those suitcases that also has a charging station in it. And I think that started on one of these GoFundMe or Indiegogo pages. So this is where the entrepreneurs are going. I think Shark Tank, while it was fun initially, I'm betting that that these kind of online marketplaces for uh, these objects is going to soon outshine them. Because why would you go to a Shark Tank and have to sell a certain portion of your your, uh, funding when you could just go online and pretty much own all of all of your product line going forward, this is where you get your seed money. It's like the guys who came up with the, the romp him, you know, the jumper for men, the, the one with shorts. I think this is brilliant stuff. If there's one out there that you have a, a favorite of or you've seen and you want to share, please do. Just great stuff. Absolutely great stuff. Uh, all right, I got to get into some more of the fun news here before we get back to the serious stuff. There was a story earlier this week uh, that came out of a school setting that I needed to share with you. And it was uh, sent to me by a buddy of mine who said, this is perfect for you. This dad got uh, a copy of the kids' um, assignment. Kids at the end of the school year would get a questionnaire from the teacher. And it's basically asking the kid to rate the teacher, to rate, to rate their performance as an educator, which if you had given us that when we were in grammar school, because I think this kid is 10 or 12 years old. I think the kid's 10. So what is 10 years old? That's fifth grade. So this fifth grader gets a, a, a form from the faculty that said, Please answer in just sentences here. And one of the last ones said simply, things my teachers can do better. And the child answered, this this answer is so good. (laughs) The dad said, (laughs) I just want to buy my kid ice cream (laughs) after reading this. Under the uh, the answer to the question, things my teachers can do better. In the childlike scrawl, it is written, not use collective punishment as it is not 
It is not fair on many of the people who did nothing. And under the 1949 Geneva Convention, it is a war crime. I love this kid. This kid is giving me hope. I'll tell you what, I will, uh, I will tweet out a link, uh, a copy of it. I'll tweet out a copy of the kid's answer. And I hope this dad bought this kid ice cream. This kid deserves ice cream breakfast. <laughs> this kid deserves ice cream soup at lunch. This is a kid who gets it. And on the flip side, there are parents who don't get it. And there are parents who are making me crazy. And there are schools who are also making me crazy with their overprotection of these kids. They want to bubble wrap them and put them in the... Uh, put them in a protective coating that they will not let them experience the world. You want proof? I have a great example just around the corner. I'll share it with you next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Can I just ask, what the hell is going on on the morning Blaze? I show up once a week on that program on Thursdays to have a little chit-chat with the boys. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know what it needs? It needs a, they, they would lighten up or straighten up and fly right if occasionally a female would stop in. It's just uh, a little kooky for me, but it's it's getting to be a little soap opery in there between Cal and Chris Cruz and, and Doc. And you know what Doc is doing. Doc does what Doc always does. He stands on the side and he's got a big piece of cardboard and he's fanning the flames between Chris Cruz and Cal. I know it and I actually uh, respect it greatly. But uh, you should listen. If you don't listen to The Morning Blaze, you should. All right. I got to get into this story because um, uh, you know how I feel about raising kids today versus the way I was raised. I feel like the kids today are so, so bubble wrapped, so hover parented that they're not getting to. They're not getting to experience life, success and or failure, happiness, sadness, because nobody wants their kids to feel bad. Nobody wants their kids to lose. Nobody wants their kids to fall down and scrape a knee. Well, of course you don't. That's part of being a good person. But you're preventing a kid from developing the the emotional muscles to fight off whatever's coming in life because not everything in life is great. You know, my mom, God rest her soul, really was a genius as a parent. She initially was a school teacher. And so I guess the, those skills helped her greatly when she had nine kids to wrangle and nine different sets of problems to deal with at any given time. And she was the greatest and she didn't hide terrible stuff from us. 
you know, if there was bad stuff, I've, I've told you guys my mom's explanation of communism to us and how, how she explained to this small group of kids at a dinner table one night over a McDonald's dinner um, what the Berlin Wall was all about and how it would affect us and, and that communism versus capitalism meant really life and death in many ways. So when I read the story out of, uh, out of Raytown, Missouri, and what, what a school did after a student's, uh, a bus of students drove past, didn't stop, drove past a body on the side of the road, uh, what, what they did just makes me scratch my head and go, hold on a second, what are we doing? Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that the Raytown Middle School was wrong to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying they're wrong to do this. Here's what happened. Uh, Just a a couple of days ago, the school bus that was taking the kids to and from school drove down the usual route it takes, and as it passed this one section of the town, it drove past a police crime scene. Now, the crime scene was 50 feet from the road. And that's a a good long way. Think about a four-story building, 50 feet from the road. There was a dead body on the side of the road. And the school sent a note home to all the kids who were on bus 52 and to their parents saying you received a call from either me or the district today detailing an event that took place on your child's bus route. I'm very concerned about what the students may have seen and heard. And we ask that you and you partner with us in the following ways. If possible, be a presence at the bus stop or ask another trusted adult to assist you with this. Avoid exposure to media coverage of the event. Provide positive, nonviolent activities to help them cope. And during these discussions about the event, listen to your child and refrain from adding details or sharing new information that may stress or anxiety, that may add stress or anxiety. Don't be surprised if this is a conversation that occurs several times over the next few weeks. And reassure your child's sense of safety by putting the event in context or talking about a family safety plan or emergency contact information. Are we bubble wrapping these kids? The bus drove by a crime scene and you want them not to know about it. There's more. There's more on this. It's madness, I know. I'll be back after a break. <laughs> 